welcome to Snap here on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? The show where we talk about sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. I am your host, Victor Gouveia, and we have my co-host, Monica Jones, with us. Hello. And we have a special guest, host, also with us, Claudia Del Real. Hello. And she's here to grant us some of her wisdom. Or lack thereof, we'll see. Or lack thereof, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm debating in my uh-huh. head whether I want to tell this uh, the whole yeah no i'm not gonna do that okay (laughs) so uh ladies and gentlemen a word of warning snap is uh explicit we talk about vaginas i.e pussies we talk about penises i.e dicks and cocks and we talk about intercourse i.e. fucking. And we talk about that in explicit language. So please, viewer discretion is advised. If you are under 18, we advise you not to watch this. But seeing as how you're going to watch it anyway, now that I told you not to watch it, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh, at least watch it with your parents or an adult. Actually, take that yeah, back. Just that watch way. it with your parents. Don't watch it with an adult. Because God knows what that adult will do. Yeah. Um, also, Snap is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Eden Fantasies is a online shop that will upgrade your sex experiences. They have an 85% site-wide sale. And at the moment, you can get $5 off any order using the code BLISS5. Uh, You can get any, uh, excuse me, 15% off any order. Wait, did I say $5 or 5%? You said... You said $5? You said $5 and you said... uh, Okay, I meant $5. I meant 5%. Sorry. Yeah, and 15% if you have an order of $29 or up. Wait. With the code BLISS15. Am I right? I know that. I am smart. (laughs) I listened to you last week. And Bliss20 if you have an order of $100. (laughs) (laughs) Again, that's B L I S S 20. And for a limited time, you can actually get a free wand massager uh, for orders of $29 and up. At least that's what it said on the site. So go check them out. Their prices are really good. Discreet shipping. Uh, Nobody knows what you get. At least your neighbors won't. (laughs) So... uh, but you know, if your neighbors are stooping, snooping in your mail, you've got other problems, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, 
Ladies and gentlemen, remember, please like, share, and subscribe. Um, we are always here. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And don't forget, podcasts are there too. And uh, you can watch it all on Alexa too. You can listen to us. Uh, and if you want a copy of our shows, whether in audio or video, send us an email, whoseblindlifeisitanyway at gmail.com, and we will get you a link to the folder on Dropbox that houses all the episodes we broadcast on the network. Today, we are talking about lost loves. Occasionally. Right now or later? No kidding. Do you want to die now? I said cry, not oh, die. Oh, cry. Yeah. You might want to cry. No. Good. For dramatic effect. Then. Oh, yeah. And it's apropos because Monica's doing drama next uh, tomorrow on Arts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Please, uh, so a lost love is something you had <laughs> to give up, whether for your good or someone else's good. And... I've had to do that a few times. Monica certainly has experience with that that she's told me about. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. Does not feel good. And what about you, Claudia? Have you ever had to? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And and it's an all too common thing. Um and even sometimes we do it without actually needing to and then we end up regretting it uh and then there are those who can't let go when they need to yes yes like my poor mama yes i mean what are the what are some of the reasons that people have to let go that people have to let go yeah um lack well, of let's say for their own good violence i'm sorry violence violence right mm -hmm. emotional physical abuse anything and, like that yeah yeah and there's a and and in a lot of ways people think they're blocked from that because they're too dependent uh on their partner and so they feel that they can't do it without them and jealousy that gets out of hand. And... Mm -hmm. Well, and then there's jealousy on our part, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, sometimes we are so jealous. Sure. And insecure that we tend to put those feelings onto our partners. Yeah. And at that point, you have a choice to make. Either get more secure with yourself or leave. And then there's the you fall out of love because of I I would assume that that change like your compatibility changes like over time maybe uh, because maybe one person grows and the other one's not as not still growing you know um, emotionally professionally things like that such as such as a uh, a woman who goes to work all the time <laughs> and and. Her husband just sits at home playing video games. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would think that. I mean, you have so much exposure. If if you're out there in the everyday everyday world and you're working, and um, 
I mean, that's not to say that people that stay at home that 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 they're that they don't have a purpose. I'm not saying that, but if you limit yourself to you know if you if you are the person that is not really interacting with other people outside of the house, mm-hmm. um, I think it plays. I think it's a it's a detriment to the relationship because because one person is is still growing, is still out there, still exposing themselves to situations and other people and things like that. Then you come home and you talk about situations and things like that. And that other person may not even have a clue to, you know, what's happening out there. Now, what if the other person is going out too much? Meaning? Not necessarily going to work, just spending a lot of time with their friends. I mean, that's a, dis- that's a, that's a, that's a reason to let go of a relationship too. I mean, obviously if you're, feel that you need to spend more time outside of the house than you do in your home with yeah. your family and your spouse, then, you know, I think there needs to be a balance. Yeah. That happened with my last husband. He got to where he would leave and he'd stay gone for days at a time. But he told his friends he couldn't see where he was doing anything wrong. And I know that story, too. And to me, I mean, that's just blatantly clear. I mean, there's there's nothing to see there. And I mean, I don't know the situation, but yeah, if that person is gone for days at a time, then it's like you're just living together for the sake of living together. What relationship is there? Right. And that's and, how I see that. It's like you're just a roommate at that point. Right. And, and that's more of a convenience than anything else. At the end, that's where my relationship got to. It was not like that, but, you know, we lived in the same house, but we, there was a lot of silent treatment stuff going on. Um, oh, not, okay. by, not by me, but it was like, you know, you're just going through the motions of, of being in this family situation, but there is really, you know, we had a, have a son together, but there, that was the only thing that, that was the glue that was basically, you know, kind of, so you were staying for the kids yeah i did but then i realized that it i couldn't stay together for the sake of just uh that's my thing like i cannot you cannot stay together for the sake of a child if the relationship doesn't work it's it's time to let it go regardless of how you think it's going to affect with you what if there's what if there's no argument I mean, if there's no I mean, love, okay. I mean, what kind of family is, what kind of, fa- okay, so let's say that there are no arguments. I mean, I didn't have that because we did have, we did have arguments, but there was, honestly, there was more of a silent treatment. We just kind of walked through the motions of the day, just barely interacting, you know, um, and, you know, maybe there might have not been any verbal arguments, like, in the daytime or whatever, um, in front of the child or anything like that, but I, I still don't. If there's no love there between the two people, obviously, that started the relationship, I mean, that's just, it's empty. It's so draining emotionally. It's, there's not, I, I don't know how to explain it. Okay. I would think well, that what can if... depend, though. I, I think that can depend. Um, you know, if, it, if I'm with somebody and we're getting along okay and we're talking and, and uh, we're not fighting and stuff, then, um, 
and it takes me a long time to lose love. Well, and that's it. I mean, what if the love is still there, but it's changed over time? I'd have to stay. For example, for example, some people get together because they love each other and want to commit themselves to each other. But then over time, the love turns into a uh, brother-sister love. Yeah. yeah. Or a, uh, a father-mother love for their kids. Not necessarily sexual. Should a person leave at that point or get... I mean, obviously, counseling is always a choice. Marriage counseling is always a choice. And if you don't want marriage counseling, then individual counseling. As long as you guys get counseling for each other or together, that's always a choice. But at the end of the day, sometimes you have to face facts that you're just staying together for convenience. Yeah. Yeah. And is that a way to stay in in a lifestyle for the next 50 years of your life? No, I don't think so. And, and not like yeah. you're comfortable. You know, if you're uncomfortable with it, then then yeah. I'd say go. But, but again, I mean, is comfort a reason to stay, though? Right. Comfort could be settling. Like, you could be defining comfort as, uh, you know, I don't know. It's so tricky. Like, I stayed for 20 years, okay? Mm-hmm. And I should have been gone way before that. <laughs> I Like, I know that now. Okay. Um, and I'm the one that chose to leave. Well, hindsight um, is twenty twenty, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that song says hindsight's going 20, uh, hindsight's 2020, and I'm nearly going blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think, what was I trying to say? Something I, about being there too long? Yeah, I lost my train of thought. 20 but years. 20 years, okay. yeah. Um, I, just, I just think, you know, st- Sometimes people settle and it's not the right choice. Um, I I know part of what held me there for so long was my blindness and my my thought that I am not going to be able to find anybody else um, and who's going to accept me with my disability as it is. Um, You know, so I thought about like that was one of the things that was holding me back. Wait a second then. That's not because of your blindness. That's because of your insecurity. Yeah. With yourself. Sure. I mean, we all have insecurities. Right. But. Was I it mean, a legit reason? No, I'm saying that that's what, that's what it was. That's what. No, no, I understand that. I understand that. The question is. I mean, I'm, I'm, 
looking at a person who gets together with a sighted person, for example, and they don't want to leave because they're scared. They're scared of what they're going to face on the outside of that door. Yeah, I think you're scared regardless of why you leave. Like, I was scared to death, too. Like, can I do this on my own? I have not, you know, we had a dual income household. We had, you know, um, there was all that to consider. Like, could I genuinely do this without a major struggle? And that's, you know, why, part of why I stayed for as long as I did. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, remember, the bills are always cut in half that way. Mm -hmm. You know, so you don't have to worry about... uh, uh, once you get out there, once you get paying away, too much not. rent, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, the majority seventy percent of blind people do not work. Is it seventy or eighty? It is. It's about. It's at least seventy. It it's might be more than 70. that now. Yeah. Yeah. At least seventy percent of blind people are unemployed, so they are con- collecting benefits from the state or province or country they live in. Right. And I don't know about anybody else, but up here, that's a piss poor amount. Yeah, it's not much. The standard standard here for Social Security SSI is $794 for an adult over 18. Yeah, yeah. And it's same here. Which is ironic because a simple room with no ensuite bath to bathroom or kitchen or anything else will run you about five to six hundred dollars. That's crazy, <laughs> but it's the same here. I mean, you know, I, yeah. I think that that that's a big reason why people stay in relationships. Yeah. Um, despite whatever is going on in the relationship, if there's, you know, emotional abuse, if there's, you know, uh, whatever, lo- lo- loss of love or, you know, who knows, but people then, stay because of financial insecurity. Yeah. And then sometimes you stay because you haven't really admitted to yourself that it's time to go because you still love that person. Uh, I know when I, uh, when I left my husband, Kevin, um, I tried so many ways to work it out. I mean, he was just uh, really possessive and um, didn't want to go, didn't want me to go anywhere or do anything unless it was with somebody that he approved of. And um, then he. I started to pick up that he was he was starting to get violent and um in fact he um he raped me and then that was finally when i decided that i just that i had to go because um um he came close to hitting me several times and uh, this is this is a, a man that I had loved for years. And uh, in fact, when I decided to leave him, I didn't even tell him that he was got that I was going until my uncle came to pick me up. 
um, because I didn't want to risk um, his temper. Um, and he's the only one that I haven't been honest with about, you know, not staying. But I couldn't be honest with him. And Let well, me that, take, that takes a lot of courage. I mean, you know, you yeah, it does. hear about that a lot. And that, that does take a lot of courage. And a lot of women don't value themselves enough to get out of that situation. So it's never ending. It's kind of just continues until something worse happens. Yeah. Was Kevin cited at all? Um, he used to be, uh, you know, was, he was legally blind. He never was 2020. He was legally blind. But he lost so he used magnifiers. And no, not by the time I was with him, he was totally blind. Oh, okay. Okay. He went blind at uh, <clears throat> like 25. Right. So, okay, sorry, I, I thought maybe you, uh, one of the reasons you stayed with him was because you were taking advantage of the fact that he could see, but I guess that's not the case. No, no. Yeah. No. I only had one, I only had one husband with sight and I was with him 10 years. And I hear a lot of people say that in in our situation of uh, you know us being either legally blind or totally blind. I hear a lot of people say that that the people that are with sighted people sometimes stay for that simple reason, even when the rest of the relationship isn't good. Yeah, you know? yeah, or, and, and even with all the technology out there uh, that we have for uh, that we can take advantage of. Right. Um, we're always going to go the easier route of asking a, a sighted person for help. Sure, At least I, in the home. Anyway. No, yeah, I do it in my every, everyday world with my son. You know, if he's here, I'm going to ask him something. <laughs> yeah. Versus, you know, um, getting my trusty phone out or my money scanner out or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's just quicker and easier. Sure. Is it the right choice maybe some people would say no um some people would say you should be as independent as you possibly can and you know what uh i mean that's a whole nother ball game but sometimes i say screw it i'm independent all day long outside of my house i am so there you go you know i'm like i don't have to choose this for every moment of my life yeah yeah but and besides i mean who's got the kind of money that ira wants <laughs> right. I mean, come on. I mean, I would love to make a service like that free. Yeah, it's amazing service, but yeah, yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it's a lot of I don't know. I I think it's a lot of privacy issues. That too. But having said that though, what about the other way around? Okay. Can you leave, should you leave a person for their own good? Should you leave a person for their own good? Yeah. For their own good. Their own good. Not yours. Because you're contented with your life. You're willing to settle and everything is hunky-dory. 
but in I don't the know. End, it would depend on what the reason would be. Well, I mean, yeah. if you don't, okay, so let's say you're contented and you're settling, but you don't love that person, you mm -hmm. should leave because then they, they're entitled to find that love that you don't have for them anymore. I mean, why hold somebody up back from possibly having something with some someone else if you don't love them? That's not fair either. There's the other thing too. What if that person is almost completely dependent on you? Well, then at that point you have to figure out if you're enabling, if you're yeah. the enabler. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, if you're harming that person more by staying than leaving, then that's what you need to think about. Okay. I think I could do it now. I think I could do it now. Like if I you was think with somebody doing what now? I think I could leave somebody that to for their own good. If I saw that they had become too dependent on me, plus I don't like that. <laughs> well, plus you've already done it too. Yeah. Just, and I'm not saying that I'm gonna leave everybody the next time I get with anyone. That's not what I'm saying. No, no, I know. But if you know, I guess if if in a, a relationship evolves and you realize that you are probably more enabling the person than you are helping, or then it's it then or that it's a more of a 50-50 situation, then I I I don't think it's helpful for either of you to stay. So I could see me doing that. Well, let me and ask you. But there's so many reasons that people leave and so many reasons people stay. Sure. You know, I, I think it, it's kind of a, like a case by case situation. It's um, not cut. It's not black and white. Not cut and dry, not black and white, not, you know. Well, let me ask you guys. If you had a partner that that you were with and that partner couldn't say cook and he relied on you for the cooking i've been there <laughs> for all his meals or her meals i don't know it depends on what else they have to bring to the table i mean if you're doing everything for that individual i don't i don't think i could do that anymore I don't, I, I didn't do that. I've never really done that. Actually, when I got together with my son's dad, he taught me everything I knew because I came out of my house not knowing anything. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my parents had sheltered me, um, you know, and it, it, I don't blame them for it. It's just what they knew to do. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't know a darn thing. You know, I learned my cooking and cleaning and all the stuff that I do now because of him. Um. But if, you know, one person is doing all of that, I could see where, you know, if that other person is not contributing other abilities to the, you know, relationship or I don't see that as something that's going to last. I think, well, see, now I, I am the kind of woman that I love to do things for a man uh i don't care if i'm cooking for him or 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 whatever i i like to be doing things for that man but on the other hand um there was my second husband who <clears throat> at first i thought that i was doing stuff for him because i wanted to but 
after I'd been with him a little while, I found that he didn't know how to do anything. Uh, he, he couldn't fix his sandwich. He couldn't, uh, I had to run his bath water. I just see everything. And <laughs> after, nope. after a while that began to, you know, and I had my stepson to take care of too. And it, it ended up more that I was doing more for the husband than I was for the child. And okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. Um, Nope. He's the he's the one that told me. Uh, he's the one that told me if I left, uh, you know, he he could get by just fine. That that they didn't need me anymore. So. Yeah. Well, here's an interesting thing. So wait, wait, wait. Mm -hmm. Can I say something real quick on that? So I'm like you, Monica. I am that person. I will do for you when I'm within when I'm in a relationship. I do for that other person because I want to because you know I will cook for you if I know that they have a uh, favorite dishes if I know that they have you know uh I like to do right. that stuff I will do that stuff but I do not want you to be solely dependent on me absolutely not okay with that being said why why yeah why because i mean it doesn't matter if you're sighted or not um if, if if you're both blind or if you're both sighted or if one is one and one is the other you know i mean i, I don't get into relationships to be someone else's mother i mean that's how that's how i see it i mean i'm raising yeah. one he's pretty much out the door you know, I'm not going to get into a relationship where that person is pretty much dependent on me for everything. Absolutely not. No, I've been there and I've done that. And that's not a partnership to me. Okay. What if that person has a, I'm not going to say it's a psychiatric <clears throat> thing, but a psychological thing that they need to take care of you. Huh? Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, wait. What? What? I missed it. It is. It is possible. No, no, say that again. What? What? <laughs> that a person is with you. Uh huh. Because they need to take care of you. They feel yeah. they need to. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I could see that becoming an issue because I don't need to be taken care of. I need somebody to be with me in the relationship. Like uh -huh. I, I know things are not 50, 50, but as equal as you can be, I don't want somebody to be a hoverer. I don't need somebody. I don't need to be, what's the word? I don't want to be taken care of. I want to be taken care of emotionally. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, that's what a relationship is. Okay, but you're not addressing the point. What is the point? What if the other <laughs> person psychologically needs to take care of you? You better move on with that shit. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I don't know. I've never had that. I mean, you're a psychologist. But I've never so, had. I... I mean, if you're in a... And you know what? This isn't uh, uh, something that I've had to... Uh, face a lot of times um, the fact that I can counsel everybody else 
but I can't cancel myself. We can all do that. <laughs> you know? We all do that. <laughs> and, and, and that's it, right? At the end of the day, you come into contact or you're with someone who psychologically needs to take care of you. Because of some reason or another, either they feel it's the only way they can keep you, whether they feel uh, a pathological need to be wanted, that sort of thing. I don't think I could stay. Um, and I, I can I can relate to this in a sense, um, not in a relationship wise, but I know of a situation where it's a... Uh, it's a mother-daughter relationship, okay? Mm-hmm. And the mom is still trying to do for the daughter at the age of the daughter's like almost 30. And she's mm-hmm. always pulling her out of jams. And, you know, she doesn't live at home or anything like that. But she's always doing this and this and that for her daughter. And to me... Munchausen syndrome. Uh, honestly, at this point, uh, she is she is hurting herself financially and emotionally, This my friend. Mm-hmm. By continuing to um, support this support person. her daughter in this way, yeah. when this girl should be pretty much self sufficient, I agree. So no, uh, I don't I think I could have. I don't think I could be in a relationship. Yeah, I agree like with that. you too. Yeah, because I mean, because I think that that could be so overwhelming if somebody felt the need to do for me and everything, uh, you know, to do everything for me or just think that they need to do these things for me, I would get so, I would feel so suffocated. I mean, I know I couldn't do it. I'm saddened by the fact that I, um, I have lived like that for so long to where I, I became so dependent on Annabelle, uh, that, you know, I just had to wait to have food because she made it. And I got sad by that because that means I am unable to care for myself. But that's not true. It, I, I don't think it's true in the sense that I think you could, any, but any of us could learn. It's whether or oh, not. Oh, yeah, we can learn. It's yeah. whether or not you have the motivation and the and and the willpower to do it. Cause I yeah. think that that's sad too. And that's one of the things that I thank my son's dad for that. I have the ability. I mean, in a way he gave me the tools with which I could walk away with. Right. And yet I am the one that chose to leave, but I do thank him for, I will never forget that to be honest with you, that I know that I can do those things. I know that I'm not going to starve. I know how to wash my clothes. I know how to, you know, I know how to take care of the dailies. Yes. Um, But I do think it's sad that a lot of people don't know that. And I didn't have formal training. I never did. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it just, you just learn because he's like, I love you and I want to be with you, but you got to come to the table with this. You got to learn this stuff. And I'm like, you know, I'm thinking I'm 19 and 20. I'm like, I don't care about this crap. <laughs> but you were I had to care. And 20 when you married him? Oh, uh, when we got together. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. And he was willing to teach you all of that at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, but you also have to realize that he was 10 years older. He was ready to settle down. Like I, this was my first relationship. And I, when I look back on it, sometimes I'm like, I know that it moved way too fast. And a lot of, a lot of, uh, you just weren't there yet. Yeah. I was not, I was not there, but I, I had to be (laughs) very quickly if I wanted to continue the relationship, you know, but I was also young and thought, wait, explain that, explain that. I was young and in love. So I'm thinking if I'm young and in love, he's telling me that I need to learn how to cook and clean and do all these things. And so I learned it because I thought it's what I had to do in order to be with him. You know what I mean? When you're when you're young and and impressionable and you're thinking, I love this man, so I'm going to do whatever it takes. Kind of. And do you think that's why you stayed so long? Because you Uh, thought you you needed to work on 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 uh, i'm sorry it wasn't a marriage you were in uh, but what would you call it a uh, coupling a, whatever a 20 year long term relationship <laughs> yeah 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 i mean do you think that's why you stayed because you thought you you needed to fight for it? no no I- I should have left way before I even did. And I know Mm -hmm. this now. Um, I stayed for my son. I stayed because I stayed because I thought it was what everybody expected of me, meaning Catholic family, blah, blah, blah. You know, Um, even though you're not married, you don't just walk away. Mm -hmm. And, and, and the financial piece was scary to me. Yes. I was working full time and, you know, I was making good money, but, I worried, you know, could, could I do this independently? Sure. Um, you know, I had, when we were, when I was, uh, you know, when my son was younger, we had a lot of help with daycare and things like that. If we were both working um, or he was the stay at home dad. So he provided all the meals. He did all the cooking and cleaning. And I was the, I was the main income earner for a long time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so that's all going to shift and change. If I leave, I have to do it all. And I don't know if I know how to plan that. I mean, I'm sure I, you know, I figured it out and it wasn't always the best Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's still not always the best, (laughs) but you know, it was hard. hard. I remember those messages you wrote about having, needing to do stuff in your basement. Was it the basement? Yeah. Yeah. The basement. Um, and I thought, wow, she could really use a sighted husband. <laughs> um, and then I think, you know, and then I thought, wow, I have a sighted wife and she does things like that and steals it away from me. <laughs> because, I mean, there was an instance where I, I was going to fix the microwave. And I had it pulled apart and... Annabelle kind of not meaning to, she gaslit me and took the job away from me saying, oh, you don't know what you're doing, so I'll do it. And she ended up breaking the microwave. <laughs> See, I don't to the like point somebody where it was, me. I'm sorry? I don't like somebody telling me that they that I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Let me at least try it. Don't just take it away from me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Exactly. And, <clears throat> and and for so long, I've had to hammer into her head that 
you know, let me try something. You don't lose anything by letting me try it. And and it took a long time, but 20 years later, she's cool with it. Yeah, okay. I think that's I think that's a that's a thing that's always hard to break. I'm sure. I'm sorry. I said, "How cool!" How cool what? That now twenty years later that you're able to do that. Oh, that okay. Kinda, yeah, yeah. And I, like I said, like all of that. I mean, it took me twenty <clears throat> years to figure uh, to hammer it into her head, but that doesn't stop her now from trying trying yeah. to do I mean, old habits me. are hard to break there's yeah. no question about it yeah yeah absolutely and and that's the thing so the next logical step would be figuring it out how do you figure out that you need to leave Well, I mean, it, it, we're, we've come full circle. It's, it's, because, it's because it's either you've fallen out of love and you know that you want to be even no, if no, 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 hold on, hold on. What? No, no, forget, oh, how do you... the, forget okay. the reasons why you do it. Okay, sorry. Now we come to how you do it. How you do it. You have right. to be, yeah. How do you figure out when you have to leave? Well, for me, uh, for me, especially with Kevin, you know, I just, I just, um, things were going from bad to worse. And uh -huh. I just finally, uh, you know, told myself this is what I was going to have to do because no matter what I tried, I was trying by myself. Um, like for instance, um, he wanted to go to marriage counseling where well, we both decided to. And so, um, but anyway, then when we got the counseling, then he decided the counselor was picking on him. <laughs> and whereas the counselor wasn't picking on him, it's like I tried to tell him, you know, the counselor said things to both of us that we need to look for. And, and I said, if you're going to take these sessions personally, like it's an attack on you, then we can't be doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I mean, one of the, uh, and this is a good tip for anyone seeking counseling. Okay. Make sure you are comfortable and trust the person who's counseling you. And I'm about to give you guys an example. I started I started counseling with a person and I was telling him all my complaints about Annabelle and he was saying oh you're right you're right this and that and how could she do that and this and that and then on one session that we suggested she come in and and we talked together he flipped his tune. Maybe because mm. you're not telling the truth. Oh, stop it. I'm not telling the yeah. truth. Of course I told the no, truth. You did not. Yes, I did. Because if you said the truth, Victor, 
why would you why would your counselor flip when they heard my side exactly because that's the thing because you did not tell the, what as it is it wasn't because i did no, I didn't. I yeah. swear to I swear to you, I told him exactly as it is. No, you did not. Because well, if you said it, he would not flip. He will just say, "Okay, I heard your I heard your opinion, and this is what I think." But no, he didn't even do that. No, because he knows you're not telling what happened. Okay. Anyway. No, if you want to be in the show, go upstairs and join the show. I can send you the link. Okay, send the link because there's a lot of things that you said that it's not true already. Oh my god. <laughs> Such as Just go in, okay. Uh okay. Listen to that. I don't think this is a good idea. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 What do you mean? You don't think that's a good idea? Why? No, I don't think you guys should air your. No, I don't. Uh, but that's on you. You. But I don't think that a counselor should be flipping like that. You have to pretty much be non-biased. Yeah. You know, regardless of what the individuals tell you, whether if it's the man or the woman that comes in mm -hmm. at first or whatever, you have to try to remain impartial. And try right. to see both sides of the situation to try to help them work through and compromise. Right. If you're not, you're lacking as a counselor. Exactly. And, Absolutely. And, yeah. And uh, a lot of times, that's just it. I couldn't trust the guy anymore, so I stopped seeing him. Because I told you something... And you felt one way, and then you heard something from Annabelle, and you felt another way. What's the deal? You cannot be a counselor and flip. No. I no. mean, I'm sorry, no. but, I mean, that's, like, rule number one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not the a hamburger. rule. No. You're not I a mean, hamburger. Quit flipping yourself. <laughs> you have yeah. to be you have to be and i'm not saying that there are not going to be situations where as a counselor you clearly know you know what do you mean no he didn't are you remembering the same counselor i am Did not get that you you he wants in the middle, but you want only in your side. You you want him only on your side. No. Because you did not want what he said. Annabelle, he suddenly started attacking me. He was saying, How can you feel that way? What's wrong with her doing that? You don't say shit like that to any Kate person you're counseling that's right no of course it doesn't matter even if i didn't say it properly a counselor should not be expected to 
say that this is right and that's wrong. And he no, did, they're supposed to help you try to see, help you try. Yeah, to he's supposed to try out. to help us see what's right and what's wrong, not tell us what's right and what's wrong. Yes, he did. He said everything you did was you fine, and out. everything I did was mm-hmm. uh, wrong and overbearing. Well, I that's how I felt. Okay, well, it seems we have an audience, people. <laughs> uh, seems like to me she would come up and join the show if she wants to. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm. Tr- I, I, okay, why don't I let you guys talk a little bit while I send her the link? Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So Monica, I remember you talked about how did how you know when I when it was time to leave, right? Wasn't that the question way back when? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I knew um, when I didn't want to go home after I went to work anymore. Like I was trying to think of things that I could do after work to not go home because it was oh, such yeah. a it was such a such an emotionally draining situation. Um, there was a lot of silent treatment. There was a lot of the only person I interacted with when I got home was my son. And while I love my son immensely and he's he's my world, um, you need some so I, I need some adult time. I need to discuss my day or, you know, I, it's nice to talk about what happened or what kind of crap happened while you were at work or, or who said what or who did what. You know, you need that adult conversation while you're cooking dinner or whatever getting a baby ready for bed or who knows but you know when when it when I knew I didn't want to go home anymore but I knew I had to because of my son you know I was like this is this is sad and I'm like that's when I knew it was time to go so I think you know it all comes down to people are scared of making that decision um Especially, I think, people that come from very religious um, backgrounds, let's say Catholic or that's the one that really sticks out for me. Also, um, you know, you when you invest so much in a relationship, uh, you reach the point where you don't want to let it go because if you do, you feel like a failure. true um that's happened to me yeah and i can totally see that um you know i think i'm sure we all deal with um no but why why couldn't i make this work um i did this and i did that and i did this and i tried this (laughs) you know yeah uh, and nobody wants to fail okay wear yourself out you do. Okay, she's got the link. Okay. So if she wants to come in, she can come in. And folks, we have our troll again. We have a what? We have our troll. Okay. And uh, all 
all this person puts in the chats is uh, emojis. Oh, okay. And uh, I don't know why this person just doesn't come into the chat. I mean, look, if you want to join us, send us an email. Who's blind? Do you know who it is? Anyway, no. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where he's com- where this person is commenting. That is the craziest thing. You wow. Know, it's like, okay, are they on Twitter? Are they because I don't find his his comments on YouTube or on uh interesting Facebook. Hmm. It's amazing. So we need to do some PI work after the show is done. Is that what you're saying? Possibly. Okay. Right. Possibly, yeah. I'm I'm in. Okay. Uh <laughs> That is the weirdest thing ever. Let's see. This guy is, uh, this person is called Naked HD. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm. Wait. Yeah, naked. Yeah. Naked just wanted HD. to make, just wanted to yeah, make it's, sure. Yeah, it's like we were, it's like we were saying last week, Victor, he's high definition naked, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. same thing. I'm like, is your nakedness in high def or, you know? Well, like, I mean, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't an Indian name, like Nakid or something like that. Okay, you're so weird. <laughs> hey, Josh is really bad in pronunciation. Yeah, okay? I know. I know it is. I know. But, um, yeah, so honestly, I just hey, that's know, a good topic to talk about in a future show. Being like naked. Effect, no, no, the effect <laughs> of counselors, um, impact on uh, you know relationships. I'm sorry, Maybe. I couldn't. The, I couldn't... the effect of you know, like, what is a genuine counselor um, involvement in a you know in a relationship between a couple? Annabelle's here. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Annabelle? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, there she is. Sorry. Oh, sister, I, I was... how art thou? <laughs> sister, how art thou? There you go. Um, so, I mean, Annabelle doesn't have much experience in relationships. Do you? Yep. I mean, you've only had two boyfriends that I know of. Anyway. Yeah. And Sometimes you can learn a powerful lot from two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not when one of those boyfriends is a 20-year relationship. Uh, Yes, it is. Absolutely. You gain a lot of experience from that. No, you don't. Yes, I'm you sorry, do. but you are don't. You no, 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 are you no. bullshitting me right now? No, yeah. Wow. No. Yes, you are. Yes, no. you are. No. I mean, life just becomes just... so stagnant, uh, doesn't it? Whoa. Whoa. Oh, oh watch it. <laughs> I mean, just because you're with one person for 20 years doesn't mean it doesn't gain you experience. Yeah, because it sure does. Hell yeah, you get experience in 
a relationship, you get experience in family life, you get experience of if there's children involved, you get the, uh, are you kidding me right now? Everything you get from that 20 years of one relationship, you mm-hmm. you learn everything from there. Okay. And, and I'm you... with I'm with Annabelle. I haven't had many relationships. I've had a couple of others besides that one. Um, but, I, I, <laughs> but I would say <laughs> that the core of my experience with relationships, and and maybe some people would say that that's biased, but I don't. It has helped me become who I am. So it's taught me way more than I could ever get into in this show. Yeah. Yeah, you think so? That's what I. That's what I feel. That's what I feel. I mean, I would think that. I mean, Monica has the number of women or men that you're with does not signify experience because those relationships could have been shitty as hell. Good, good. What were you? I don't care, Victor. Sorry. Okay, I'm on my. I'll I'll get off my soapbox. (laughs) No, no, it's okay. You can do. You can get on your soapbox. It's cool. No, no. Okay, go ahead. That's what we're here for. (laughs) Um, No, I was gonna say that. I mean, someone like Monica, who's had, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm bringing this up again, Monica. Seven marriages. I mean, that's experience and a half with different people. With Monica, experience is not because you have seven. Husband, you it don't... wasn't seven hundred husbands. It was five husbands, had... seven marriages. Okay, two of them twice. <laughs> I'll explain after, honey. <laughs> it's still it's not because you have a uh, let's say five five marriages and it's um you don't get experience from there. You get experience also, but staying with one or two. You learn everything from there, from that 20 years that you are together. You learn almost everything. It's not necessary that you have to have a lot of boyfriend to have experience. The only thing experience that you have there is a different man. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you get experience of life in there. Absolutely. I think it's, it's well, you know, no, a sexual I think, I think you're right about that. I think you're right about that. Having said that, I do think that the more dominant personality tends to rule that relationship. Not necessary. Right. Mm, no, uh, okay. I would agree on that. I would agree on that. Oh, yeah. I kind of have to agree with him on that one. Yeah. See, I mean, as much the- as you want to say, okay... 20 years of, uh, of a relationship give you experience, yes. But at the end of the day, you're not really feeling that experience because the dominant, well, unless you're the dominant person, in which case, eh, you're screwed. Because you're not learning anything. You're not giving anything except your will and your, uh, your attitude. So maybe the word is an experience because as we're sitting here talking about this, I think Mm -hmm. that relationships give you exposure. Okay. So there's a difference between experience and exposure. If I'm in a relationship with uh, someone who doesn't really want to go out, doesn't like to go dancing, doesn't like to go listen to music and stuff like that, I'm never going to know those things. Okay. Now, when I come out of that relationship, 
I might get into my next one where he likes to go out every weekend and he likes to go listen to concerts or live music and we go dancing and things like that. So it's experience and exposure are two different mm -hmm. things. So I think that, yes, um, you can gain a lot of experience from, you know, one or two relationships, but you may not be exposed to as much. Alexa, as if Sorry. you are involved with, you know, different scenarios, different, right. obviously different uh, people are going right. to, different people are going to expose you to different things. Yeah, yeah. But you can also, you can also introduce to that, the same person things that, that you want to. Yes. Yeah, you can. But what I'm saying is that if you already are with a person who like, let's say is a homebody who doesn't like to go out and doesn't, you're never going to get that exposure because either they're just not willing to compromise and do those things with you. And that's a whole nother level of why I should not be in a relationship with that person. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're not willing to compromise and you're not willing to, you know, um, uh, do things that maybe, you know, when you're both in a relationship, you both want to try things that the other person likes to do. But if one person is doing that and the other person isn't, it's not going to work anyway. Yeah. Um, and and that's and that's, that's and that's one of the issues, for example. It's my way or the highway type of attitude. And uh, I kind of had that. I kind of had that. And that's what part of what, you know, what why makes we are hard not to be together. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying I wasn't the my way or the highway person. I had the my way or the highway person. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. if and and that that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, and that's hard. I mean, it's hard to deal with someone like that, and it's someone who who doesn't want to change. It's someone who doesn't want to better themselves. They just look at it as it's their way or the highway. Oh, that's kind of how Willie was. My last husband. Um, you know, when I uh, just like um, one one morning I got up and I had this braille letter uh, in my chair. And yeah, you told was, me this story. Yeah. Uh, no, no, but tell everybody lady. else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the thing was uh, that he was complaining because um, we weren't having sex. And uh, so, and so, you know, it, it, it kind of made me mad because he left that braille note in my chair instead of talking to me about it. Yeah. And um, sure, Lord, and if you ever got a braille note from him, you <laughs> he couldn't spell worth a flip. But, <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, you know, and he was saying. Um, you know, if 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 you want somebody else will, and we don't wow. have been married like seven months at that time. So when he got in, I said, uh, "Well, let's talk about this thing." And he said, "Well, you know, I've already already told you what's on my mind." And I said, "Well, I haven't. You haven't listened to anything I said." He said, "Well, he said I've told you how it is." <laughs> I said, "Well." Right. And, and, and again, it's, it's shit like that, that makes or breaks relationships. It does. 
It does. There's a lot of red flags that I have that I see now um, that there were a lot of, well, if we don't do it this way, then, then that's the end of it or whatever. And, right. you know, and, and I ended up doing whatever it was to kind of keep the relationship going. But I look at that now and I'm like, wow, how dumb I was really. <laughs> what do you but think you should have done? Hindsight is though. 2020. I mean, do you think, for example, can you give an example? Um, something ulti- you can talk about? Ultimatums. Okay. So, um, there was a point at which, um, we were going through a rough patch, I guess, and we had broken up. Um, and this happened several times, you know what I mean? Not after we, we were living together, but before, mm-hmm. um, wait, and- so you broke up and living in the same no, House. no, 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 no. That's what I said. Not after we, we were living together. This was before. Right. Um, before we lived together. Um, that we broke up, you know, he we were in separate households. And um, one of his times that we were trying to work things out was, you need to make a decision and move in with me or else just move on and we go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. And there were flags at that point for me. And I thought, this is kind of, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do this, but I did. So, I mean, it's stuff like that, that, you know, when it's a my way or the highway thing, it inevitably doesn't end up working. Right. And, and, but what do you think someone should do in that case? I mean, you should never give an ultimatum. If you really love that person, you need to wait for that person to be ready, I guess, for, or whatever the situation is. I mean, you don't give somebody you love an ultimatum, I don't think. Right. True. I guess because I've never done it. I've, I I don't think I have. Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't. Don't put any compromise. There's no limit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, communication is key. I mean, I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say that. I mean, at the end of the day, if you can't communicate with the person you're with, there's no point in being there. No. And I mean, I, I had mean, a problem with for everything in the beginning, but I think, you know, when you all, when you get into a relationship, you don't know jack shit. You don't. You yeah. learn by being in that relationship. True. And by talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, talking about what you like and don't like and not be afraid to talk about what you like and don't like. Yeah. And that's important in any relationship. But if if somebody like Monica's husband handed me a braille letter now and said, mm, you're not giving me enough. Well, first of all, you need to talk to me about it, because if you're not talking to me, then we're not talking about it. <laughs> I'll say that's, you know, that, that, that's what pissed me off, you know. <laughs> and it should have. I mean, it's something that should have pissed you off. And in fact, I'm I'm kind of angry you didn't get more pissed off. But at least that's what I thought. That's what I told you <clears> when I, when you first told me the, that story. I um, got real pissed off. I don't know how pissed off you want me to get, but I gave him an earful. I told you I'm not. Well, you gave him an earful. Shut. I would have given him the door. No, you wouldn't have. Yes, I would. No, you wouldn't have. Yes, I would. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know why, but I don't know why. But wait a second. <laughs> Hold on. 
first and foremost, do you know why Monica wasn't giving him sex? No, no, I don't. Right. Because no. of her health issues. She had health issues at that point. Gotcha. So if he can't deal with the fact that she's got health issues and can't fuck, I don't think that's a person she should be with. I'm sorry. No, I agree. Okay, so no, I didn't know that part yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, I thought you. Um, and and general. I I I didn't mean it to sound like I was biting your head off, um, but I thought that was important to note. You know, I mean, if someone can't control what's going on in the in on their end, then maybe you should adapt your personality or behavior to compensate. True, Victor. Well, I didn't show him the door, but I showed me the door. <laughs> you showed you the door. It was his it was his house. So yeah. So I showed me the door and I walked out it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your battery's low. Did I hear that right? On whose phone? Claudia. Claudia just uh, disappeared. Oh, Claudia disappeared. Hold on. She's probably charging uh, her phone. Yeah, Hi, she's Bill. gone. Um, She'll be back. Hopefully. Um, so, actually... Let me see how long we've been up. Uh, one one hour and nine minutes and fifty three seconds. Holy free oh, holies! Wow. Talk about precise. <laughs> <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> so she can actually see it, though. That's I can see the time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> have you been cooking today? Uh, I'm not done yet because I didn't I didn't start that early, so I'm gonna finish it when we finish. Yeah, she's she's considered that way. So, um, guys, I think we should end it here. Um, yeah, I'm kind of ready to go. Yeah, remember to go check out Eden Fantasies for all your sex needs. And uh, definitely come back and check us out next week. Uh, we, although some of our other shows are on uh, Christmas break, uh, Snap is not. And make sure you tune in tomorrow for arts. She, uh, Monica's doing dramatic yes. and, matinees. and matinees. Yes. So there's uh, a few good shows in there, definitely. Oh, and you know what I found out? That 10.30 is a Canadian broadcast. Oh, is it? Yeah. From the CBC. Um, I should have done more research on that one. It was hard as hell to do research on that one. I had such a hard time finding stuff on it. It was amazing. Uh, but anyway, folks... Thank you for joining us on this week's smash, uh, Snap. Why was smash. I going for Snash? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I want to thank. I thought you said smashed. Yeah, I want to thank Claudia Delial for being on our show. Uh, as always, she makes a great, terrific co-host, and Monica for being my co-host of the day. Well, not of the day. She's my co-host. I'm your co-host. Every day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She's uh, your co-host. Okay. Okay. God. Gee. You know what? I, 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 it's really hard to be on these shows with all these women. <laughs> I'm just, um, and um, I want to thank um, my wife, Annabelle, for being on the show. Because, as always, yeah, she's here. Yeah. As always, what? <laughs> she's, she's here one way or another. In my heart or <laughs> yelling at me from across the room. <laughs> <laughs> So, so guys, you have to straight up your facts sometimes, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay, Monica. So, you were so 58. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks for joining us. We will see you all next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.